Listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to the show Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. I'm your host, Ty Brown from TyTheDogGuy.com. Now, this is the show where we help you start or grow your dog training business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Now, in today's show, I'm really excited. We've actually got someone that's in the trenches. He's using a method that any dog business person can use to immediately grow their business. So stay with us. I'm going to be coming back with Enrique Marquez talking about Facebook dark posts. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with the vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, and we're back, and with us today, we've got Enrique Marquez. So first off, welcome to the show, Enrique. appreciate you being here. Hey, thanks for inviting me. And so first off, you know, before we start talking about Facebook, dark posts, and stuff like that, give the listener a brief biography. Who's Enrique? What do you do? What's your background? Stuff like that. Well, I'm a dog trainer. I've been doing dog training for almost 10 years. I started in the military, and then I started getting more into the dog training. Currently, I'm, you know, managing my own business, Dog Works Dog Training, out of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and I'm also getting into the dog posting and social media advertising, which I'm getting a pretty good load of clients that way. Uh, and this is mostly dog trainers. I didn't know you were in Savannah. I've heard that's just like the most gorgeous city in the United States. Is that true? It is. It's a great, great place to be. I'm a little bit, well, I'm going to be a little bit more jealous of you come wintertime and it, we've got three feet of snow around here. So, so Enrique, you've been training dogs for 10 years. You've had your business here for a little while. Let's talk about dark posts because I know dark posts has been a huge part of what's grown your business. So first off, some people listening have never even heard of a dark post. Define it for me. What is it? Well, this is like a Facebook lingo for an unpublished posting. You know, it's a Facebook advertising tool that basically lets you create posts that aren't posted to your timeline, but they can be seen by all the right like audience people. So let's say I'm surfing Facebook and, you know, I'm getting all these things that I like, you know, like you ever surfed the Facebook and wondered how they know that you're looking for a new pair of shoes or how do they know that you like Miami Hurricanes or you don't like them? 
No, it's because the advertisers are using that dark posting to reach you. So mm-hmm. that's the power to that we're using right now. Yeah, in fact, I was just talking with my wife about this last night because I went on Zappos. You know, you're talking about shoes, and it brought it to my memory. I went on Zappos, and Zappos is a very famous shoe site. And ever since I went on their site, they obviously had a pixel on there, so they've tracked me. So I keep seeing Zappos ads popping up in dark posts on my Facebook timeline. So, you know, what that is, is those actually probably aren't dark posts, though, or are they? I mean, you tell me. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they, they're a little bit of both. They're targeting you because of the pixel. And an idea, ideal thing, I got a dark post about the movie Max because mm-hmm. I'm a middle-aged guy that loves Malinois. That's a dog trainer. So mm-hmm. obviously, I would like that movie. And, right. you know, so that's exactly the kind of tool that the advertisers would use that. Okay. So one thing I always see dog trainers ask, you know, dog trainers are always out there like, all right, I've got a little bit of money I need to advertise with. Do I do yellow? Well, not a lot of people are doing yellow pages, but do I do yellow pages? Do I do SEO? Do I do Facebook? Do I do Google? Do I do, you know, people are looking, where can I put my advertising money so I can get clients? What is different about Facebook dark posts versus, well, versus everything else? Well, with, uh, let's say, imagine being able to send a really specific targeted message from your business page to an audience without bothering the rest of your fans. You don't have to post 50 updates to do that. Uh, I think the best advantage for us stock trainers is that we can select really specific parameters to reach our audience, which is something that you can't, you know, you can't do by posting that at a newspaper or even, you know, using a billboard right in the middle of downtown. I'll give you an example. Let's say I'm an advertiser who's looking to sell textbooks to college students. I go to Facebook. I can pick age, education, interests, you know, got to think of school subjects. So I will target ads at people aged 18 to 22 that go to college or university and enjoy math. And you Mm -hmm. can see how I can target math books to those people. And these ads are going to appear as uh, snippets, as, you know, and your timeline, as opposed to pop-ups or, you know, Google ads that are going to be more sell, sell, sell. Does that make sense? It, they're, they're more normal. Yeah. And so they kind of fit into the flow, right? I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but really the only way that you can tell that it's, that it's an ad is that tiny little underneath the name, it says sponsored. Is that really the only way you can tell if it's an ad? Yeah. The, another way you can tell if it's an ad, if it's, you know, when you're, if you're using a laptop or a PC, it's on the right side of the screen, but um, not a whole lot of people are using right side of the screen anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. Most people are doing it within the timeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Another thing that I want to share that you can also track testing. For example, I can set up 20 different versions of an update and send it to 20 different types of people without, you know, upsetting my fans. Because if I put 20 stuff on my timeline one day, people are going to start, start following me. Mm-hmm. So that's really powerful stuff. You know, I can do the same, let's say an ad, I'm trying to do a puppy class. So I can select a puppy that is a different breed mm-hmm. and then select that and target that to owners of those breeds. German Shepherds, you know, Belgian Malinois, you know, whatever you can think of. That's awesome. And so it sounds like what you're saying to me is, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the difference between Facebook and a billboard, Facebook and SEO, Facebook and anything else is it really boils down to a few things. Extreme targeting. I mean, you can really target really well. And then also just the placement isn't so obtrusive, right? Like it's it's just kind of there. They're scrolling through their feed and they happen to see it. And so it's not like, you know, they're reading a magazine and they're really liking an article and boom, here's a big ad. It's just kind of within what they're looking at. Those are some of the big differences, right? Yes, yes. And nowadays, you know, people are with technology and even just advertisers, you're getting bombarded every day with buy, buy, buy. 
and subconsciously you are removing those things from your mindset, which is one of the reasons why advertisers are not using the right side of the screen anymore because they actually did a study where most people will not pay attention to what the right side of the screen is because mm-hmm. they have learned subconsciously that they're just trying to sell you crap. You know, and I think of things that I've, because I've bought things off of Facebook and the only time my eye ever travels to that right part of the screen is like if it was something I just was interested in, like Zappos, for example. Like I went on Zappos and then I did see an ad on the right and I was like, oh, Zappos. But, you know, so if it's like right there, fresh in my mind, I might, like my, my mind's eye might go to the right. But other than that, you're right. You know, my mind never goes to that right side of the page. Yours is probably the same, right? Yeah, it's the same. That's awesome. Okay. And so so placement, targeting, these are huge. Tell me a little bit more about targeting. I mean, so think of the dog walker in Cincinnati or the dog trainer in Houston. What kind of things can they actually target? So think, uh, you know, like successful dark posting. I think it's before you start, I think the best people is to sit back and kind of have some strategy goals in place. You know, something my clients have found really useful is to have like a six month and a one year goal. Basically, what would you like to be in six months and a one year business wise? Mm-hmm. You know, now that you know where you want to be, you can do some reverse engineering to backtrace exactly where you how to get there. And this is how you can see where, how, and why, you know, you can use your marketing campaigns. For example, me, it will do me no good if I want to advertise lots of puppy video training, if I want to build a canine working club, knowing that I want to expand, you know, agility classes from one class a week to five and have my new boarding services in max capacity, then I can create on a good campaign, but also laser focus on what I want to do, such as, you know, do a video of my state-of-the-art boarding, packages I offer, do a life of a boarder, things that will engage your audience to the things that you want to sell. Well, let's do that right now then. Let's do like a pretend case study. Let's diagram a successful dark post campaign. So uh, so it sounds like we have to start with the end goal in mind. So let's say, I don't know, let's do a fictitious dog training company. And this can apply to dog walking, pet sitting, dog grooming, things like that. But let's say fictitious right in the middle of the country in Kansas. So they're in Topeka, Kansas, and they want to have three board and trains every month. Where do we start? Okay, so what I will do is I will start to seeing what the type of board and train package you want to sell. So let's say I want to go, you know what, I want to go my top of the line face up board and train. What does my top of the line entail? Mine, for example, is for really aggressive dog cases. So I will go to Facebook and I will see who has searched for dog aggression, dog biting, dog bites human, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that in the last three to four months. Because I know there's, they most likely still have their dog and most likely they're still going through the same thing. Also, what is your ideal client? Facebook has some really, I would say, creepy ad strategies. You can yeah. target, target people based on their how much they make a year. So if you want to sell something really expensive, you can target people that, you know, make, throw an example, 100 grand a year and such. So you can actually be more comfortable in making a more aggressive sale, for example. Once you do that, you want to focus on one portion of a board and train package. For example, show a little before and after video, a 30 second video, or show a success story, you know, a a post where the owner tells you, you know, how much their life has changed in such a short time and what Mm -hmm. they were using. So you see kind of different variety of advertising. It doesn't have to be just video or just posting or buy, buy, buy. The best strategy that I found so far is basically sharing your value to the customer, not just going, hey, you know, I'm offering classes, come sign up today. 
it's one of those like, hey, look, this is what your puppy can do today. Sorry to interrupt you there, but the difference is, I guess you could kind of sum it up in what you do versus what you produce. So like what you do is like, hey, we offer puppy classes versus what you produce is, hey, look at this client, look at what his experience is like, or look at what this dog's experience was like. Is that a fair assessment of what you're saying? Yes, yes, totally. Awesome. And I'm going to interrupt you for just another quick little second. I want to make sure we're getting into this diagramming. So folks, stay with us. We're going to break here for a quick break. When we come back, though, I want to keep diagramming how we're going to get this Topeka, Kansas dog training business to get their three board and trains a month at $2,500 each so that they're making 90 grand. Or I don't know. We'll do the math on that. But, but anyways, so that they're making a good amount of money per year off of their board and trains. So stay right with us. We'll be back with Enrique Marquez. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! It's DesignerPetSweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit DesignerPetSweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. DesignerPetSweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, we're back and we're with Enrique Marquez and, and we're talking about Facebook dark posts and we're in the middle of diagramming a successful Facebook dark post campaign. And so what Enrique has taught us so far, just to sum it up, is that we've got to summarize what it is we're looking for. You know, what's our ultimate goal? Is it to get more agility clients? Is it to get more puppy clients? In our case, we're looking for more board and train clients. So there's our goal. And so Enrique then went on to say that, all right, the next thing that we need to do is start showing what this looks like, you know, show a before and after, show a client testimonial. All right. So we're at that point now, Enrique, lead us further into this diagramming a successful dark post campaign. What's coming next for us? Okay, now that people are more aware of your services, hey, this guy offers board and train, this guy offers great success stories, I can see videos of that, then you can start being a little more aggressive on the sales. You can go, hey, listen, to this month I only have one slot left. Thank you for following me so much. Because of you guys are being great followers, I'm going to throw 10% off. You see okay. how then you can go right into the sale or saying, hey, this is the best time to train your dog. We have one slot open or we have three openings today. Find out what I can do for your dog or throw a free assessment session or free private lesson as a thank you. Uh, then you can be more aggressive on the sales itself because by then people know who you are. People know your results. So you don't have to sell on that. You can literally go right for the right hook as, you know, lack of better words. 
Now, is that where I think you're referring to like Gary Vaynerchuk's Jab, Jab, Hook, right? Yes, yes, totally. And it, which is a great book. Folks should get out there and read that. But uh, is what you've done up to this point, we're getting a little bit technical now, but the first dark post you ran, did you pixel those people so that you can then come back to them with a sales message later? What I did it was refine my audience. Like for trying to not put it as technical so a lot of people can understand it. When you do a post, it gives you a result. It tells you how many people saw your ad, but also how many people reacted to your ad. It gives you really good details like males versus females, what age range, what time of the day they did it, what mm-hmm. actions they took. So, you know, they clicked the video, they liked it, they shared it. So with that, you can kind of find out, okay, this dark post worked really well. What type of people were in that dark post? So I'm going to pick an example, like females 18 to 24 reacted really well to a puppy video. So the next ad, I'm going to direct it at 18 to 24. And I'm going to keep the other parameters the same. So the cities, the range, the likes, what have you not. So you are going to still target your same audience, no matter what. So you're not talking about lookalike audiences right now? Uh, no, not necessarily. That's a, okay. another technical one. Okay. So to kind of break this down for folks who aren't used to doing this, what you're saying is when you set up your ad, you set it up with various parameters. You know, we want people in this income range. We want people in these cities. We want people with this interest. We want people, etc. And you just measure the results. And so you say, okay, wow, this dark post didn't do so good. And then you look at the next, you know, the last one. Okay, this one actually did really well with this group. So now I'm going to take my ad, you know, my right hook. I'm going to take my 10% off or one slot open. And that same group that reacted really well to this ad, I'm going to hit them with a sales message. I know that sounds a little bit crass, but I mean, that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yes, yes. Awesome. Um, Okay. The cool thing about that is that with the dark posting, let's say, for example, they already went to a class and they took care of the stuff or they don't have their dog anymore. Facebook will know that from some crazy algorithm they have. So if you your post goes to the same audience, you're not going to target people that no longer need your services. So if the same, you know, let's say this female 18 to 24 saw your ad a month ago, but, you know, she got rid of her puppy or does something else she will not get that ad anymore. So basically that money that you spent on an impression can be spent on a somebody that is actually looking for what you're trying to sell. Gotcha. Okay. So I think I see what, this is brilliant. I'm seeing what you're doing here to take from Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, your jab, jab, hook, meaning let me give you some content, let me give you some content, and then boom, here's a great sales message now that you know who I am. Let me ask you, what kind of money are you putting towards your jabs? What kind of money are you putting towards your hooks as far as, you know, your ad spend? Well, it really all depends also on your, of course, your budget and your goals. So I have a client that it's moving to a new city. So to, I want to get a brand awareness, you know, basically show people that the new dog trainer in town. So mm-hmm. that requires a very specific, you know, restaurant number here, a thousand bucks a month. And then I have another client that wants to make half a million dollars in sales the next year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a little, it's going to take a little more aggressive campaign on that because I have to, you know, basically create a lot of crafting stuff. If you're just starting out, I think a good set of rule of thumb will be at least put 50% of your advertising campaign into social media. And I know that sounds outlandish for a lot of people, but what I want to share with people is uh, with the eyes are, you know, the attention will follow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can tell you a good example. Yesterday I was in Starbucks in the morning, you know, getting my morning coffee and I noticed, looked around. People were not ordering their, their coffee that were on their phone. 
Yeah. That's it. I mean, there's times where, I mean, you can't even see people are driving and looking at their Facebook at the same time. It's kind of scary, <laughs> but it's that. So we're focusing on what the eyes are. And obviously the more people spend on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what have you not, you have a more opportunity to reach for them, which is again, the advantage versus, you know, typical media advertising like newspaper or a billboard, what have you not. Gotcha. Well, I mean, let me just throw out a hypothetical. And I know you can't give me an exact answer because it's going to depend on every market and every goal and things like that. But let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, you know, I've got a little bit of money. I want to test this. I've got $200. Would you think that somebody could see results if the campaign was crafted correctly? Like you put $50 towards boosting a post and then $100 towards, you know, boosting an ad. I mean, can you see results from something from an ad spend so small or do you need bigger? Well, I'll give an example. Me, when I first started my business, I had, I mean, I was on a shoestring budget. I'm talking like <laughs> 10 bucks a week of advertising. That's yeah. not a lot. I mean, that's nothing. But because I took my time crafting that really cool ad for that specific client, and that, you know, my first few months, I was kind of trying to get my border rate up to at least two a month. I targeted that. So using that, those 10 bucks, I was able to get my slots filled. Now awesome. I'm spending more money. And obviously, the more money I spend, the more revenue I get in the end. Gotcha. Now, are you keeping people on Facebook? And so what I mean by that is, is there's two schools of thought, or not two schools of thought, but there's a couple strategies. So you could potentially be, you know, like, let's say one of your jabs, you know, one of your just content pieces, it could be all on Facebook. It's a video that's on Facebook. Or do you ever have them click off so that they actually get on your website? What's your strategy on that? Typically? I'll give you a good example of an ad that I ran uh, at the beginning of summer. So what I did is I did a little video of an Australian shepherd puppy doing mm-hmm. some off-leash work running around the beach with a female owner. You know, nothing super exciting, just a 30-second video. I targeted that to females, 21 to 35, that own a new puppy, that like the beach, and that had been looking for puppy training classes in the last month. You see how that super targeting was there? It played right into the audience that I wanted. That's so, awesome, yeah. And with that... I spent about, let me see, I'm trying to the top of my head. I think it was 40 or 50 bucks of that ad. I was able to sell four private lesson packages. They're, no, they're not cheap, just off that ad alone. Wow. So that's the power of it. Now, I'm noticing, Enrique, that you do a lot of your targeting towards young women in their 20s. This is starting to scare me a little bit. <laughs> no, one just thing I, Yeah, and the one thing that I learned through the Facebook posting is that the majority of the audience that's responding to my dog training is females 24 to 40 years old. You must be that handsome. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. I wish. We'll see if I would agree with that. And you, and you can see how you can, that they'll be different. You know, if you're a dog walker, you would focus to, you know, single males or single females that work a lot because they mm-hmm. want dog walking services, dog boarding or dog service, you know, veterinarian. You can focus on, you know, you see what I mean? Every audience will have a different target. So it depends on what your job is. You can focus on that. That's my, awesome. My target audience will not be your ideal target audience. So I think that's something that we have to be really important to that. Well, and that goes back to what you say, you know, where the eyes go. I mean, if you're finding that your message resonates with this group, they happen to be 30-year-old women, then keep advertising to that group. I mean, it just makes sense. That's awesome. One last question, then I want to kind of wrap up and kind of get how folks can contact you so that you can do this for them. How are you tracking effectiveness? Because this is one area where I think a lot of people go wrong with Facebook ads or any ads for that matter, is they just throw it out there and then they're like, you know, they'll try to ask people like, hey, uh, how did you find us? And that can work, you know, but sometimes somebody saw you a little while ago or whatever and they, and they forget how they found you. How do you know what's coming from Facebook and what's just coming from your website or coming from referral or, or what have you? 
Well, one one that you can do for techie nerds is you can track the audience via posts directly. You know, you can see how many people ads was served to, rise responded, action they took. You know, like we talked about earlier, using a pixel is also really useful. But that's something that you have to use on your website directly. So right, right. let's go back to my example of the video. So at the end of the video, I had a call to action where it says, hey, would you like to learn how to have your puppy do this? Click here. They mm-hmm. click right to a landing page that I had where I had a pixel and I mm-hmm. had more videos of dogs and what have you not. So then I was able to track who responded to my one the ad, but also who purchased my products from that ad and who, gotcha. who, and who left. And obviously with the pixel, I was able to target them a little more, more refined. And just for folks who don't know what a pixel is, it's just a simple piece of code that you put on your website. And so what Facebook allows you to do with that is when they click from Facebook to your website, that pixel recognizes them. And so you can do things with that. You can create a group of people based on that pixel and you could keep sending ads their way and things like that. Am I saying that right, Enrique? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And also you can create an audience, you know, like you were talking lookalike audiences that you can start mm-hmm. seeing, okay. This ad really resonates to, for example, females, 1824, or this ad really resonates to guys, 35 to 50. So then you can craft that specific ad to that target audience and eliminate the other audiences itself. You know, if it's not working for males, there's no point in me throwing my money for males because it's just not going to work. Same thing with females, same thing with age range or any, you know, tons of parameters that you can use. This is awesome, man. This has been all incredible content. So I hope folks have been taking notes because there's some real gems in here about how to do it right. You know, that jab, jab hook where you give them content, give them content, and then, you know, boom, come with a message, you know, a sales message, I think is huge. And the way that you're doing it with the targeting is awesome. So now some folks are like, okay, I'm going to go do this on my own. Other people are like, Enrique, I need you to do this for me. How can people get in touch with you and have you work with their campaigns? If they want to contact me, the best way is email and it's admin at dogworks.us. So and dog how do you works, spell dogworks? D-O-G-W-O-R-X. Dot U-S. Correct? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so for folks listening today, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Enrique, so much for being on the show. And I encourage you all to head over to PetLifeRadio.com, click on Six Figure Dog Business so you can listen to all of my shows. And while you're there, listen to all the other shows. There's tons of great content on the site. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you in our next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.